0: Welcome to the Industrial Talk Podcast with Scott McKenzie. Scott is a passionate industry professional dedicated to transferring cutting-edge, industry-focused innovations and trends while highlighting the men and women who keep the world moving. So put on your hard hat, grab your work boots, and let's go.
1: All right, once again, thank you very much for joining Industrial Talk and absolutely your support because this platform is dedicated to industry professionals all around the world. You are bold. You are brave. You dare greatly. You're solving problems. You're changing lives, and you're making the world a better place. It's not hyperbole. It's fact. Take it to the bank. All right, we're once again, you can tell by the buzz in the background, we are on site. At FabTech, Atlanta, Georgia, once again, put this on your calendar. You need to be attending. You get great people like Mark and John right here. Panic. All right, let's get cracking. Talking about robot stuff, automation stuff, stuff. All right, let's get cracking. How you guys doing? Good. Guys been a good week here. It's been great. It's been busy, hasn't it? Yeah. That's I like good. that. I, I, it's, it's been a lot of fun. I, 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 uh, for the listeners out there, uh, you might have seen, we, we are getting ready to post, but we did a, an exceptional speed dating series with FANUC at their location, and they're delivering the innovation that is necessary for you to succeed. How about that? You can take that to the bank. You okay? All right. Every time. That's how we we'll roll. We'll give, give you a return on that investment. So that's right. And you will. You will, because, uh, I mean, your your tech is, is really pretty cool. I, I, I never... I don't know. I, I, I never... I always like it. I always like it. And I just sit there and it's like watching something. It's like I can't stop staring at it. Like there, I can't stop staring at you. you no, know, I always
2: feel like we're kind of spoiled. We, you know, we, yeah, you, we, we see this stuff every day. And then people, we, when I come to the show, I watch the people. They, they see the robots moving around and they're like... they never. I'm, I'm sure they've seen something like it before. But it's like they've never seen that stuff before.
1: And, and we're spoiled because immune to it
0: right right it's
1: different and it's always getting better and again i think that's a that's an interesting uh art mark uh mark and i didn't say mike i didn't say mike i didn't say mike it's mark but it's it's interesting because you do you're you're you just sort of see it you're in the you're in the middle of it and it's just evolving and it's getting better and you're saying hey how about this what do we do this how about this solution? yeah somebody like me it's like this is so cool Discovery Channel Living. All right, for the listeners out there, let's start with you, John. Give us a little background so that
0: they understand who you are. All right, I'm John Horn. I am the sales director for our CNC group in the U.S. So my group works with machine builders and... Uh, supplying FANX CNC controls for custom machines and mills, lathes, all sorts of manufacturing machines. So one of the things that even, even when we were at uh,
1: at your booth, it's this ability to be able to take a sort of a, I don't know, correct me if I'm wrong, John. You, you Just step in if I'm saying something that's way outside of my sure. pay grade. But uh, it's taking sort of these old, legacy, very still productive type of uh CNC machines and and bringing them somewhat to an automated state. I thought
0: that that was brilliant. Yeah, thanks. A big part of our business in the US is retrofitting existing machines. We've got all these older machines from the 70s and 80s, giant monolithic machines that would cost, uh, could be $3 million to replace the machine. You could retrofit it for fraction of that amount and still have all that good iron that that could last another 30 years with this new control system.
1: It, it, we'll get to you, Mark. Just yeah. Trust me, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm going to pull on that thread just a tad bit. Sure. So there are just multiple uh, systems or uh, machines out there.
0: Large aerospace machines. Yeah, they're
1: just sitting out there. Yeah, they are. How does uh, FANUC... Just deal with the the uniqueness with each one. You sort of come up, or you
0: you have to walk out there and say,
1: "Oh, okay, so we got to do this." Yeah,
0: there's many times I fly out to Utah, go visit the machine, talk to the uh, end users, understand what needs to happen on this machine, understand. If that machine has gone down, how long does it take to get back up? Are there are there parts available for it? Usually the answer is no, and you guys are buying parts off eBay to keep from uh, one machine to keep another machine running. Uh, so we offer a new control system, uh, two-year warranty, and spare parts for the life of the machine. So it's a big benefit on. A large machine like that. Is each
1: engagement sort of customized? Like, it,
0: it, 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 has, it is yes and then we look for similar machines out there that we could use some of that same uh, technology that same way we retrofitted the first machine to to do more or similar machines. All right man you can tell I like that.
1: Yeah. it's a, a good thing. All right Mark give us a little background.
2: And my name is uh, Mark Schurler. Uh, I started at FANUC as a welding engineer, and I've grown up to become a general manager now. Uh, I'm in charge of the engineering group we have for arc welding oh, and oh, oh, oh. also our
1: project management
2: or execution side of the business.
0: <laughs>
1: we got a poll on this one now. <laughs> what is a welding engineer? <laughs> well,
2: uh, that's a good question. There, there's a lot of... Uh, you know, schools that have engineering degrees, there are not many schools that have welding engineering degrees. And there's, there, there is a few represented here at, at PAPTIC, there some schools that have booths here. Uh, I actually got to go further into it, I got an undergrad in electrical engineering and a master's in welding engineering from the Ohio State
1: University. Ah, the number two in the country, <laughs> Ohio State University. Yeah, out of Columbus. Good. So,
2: maybe I didn't really answer your question though. In the end, there's a number of aspects to welding engineering. There's uh, you know the mechanical aspect of the weld. Somebody has to design that, and make sure that the weld is going to be strong enough for whatever the part is. Somebody has to do the process of the weld, de- develop the weld process, and it could be manual, it could be automated, it could be whatever. There's inspection
1: of the weld. Uh, there's, there's a number of things you have to be able to do. Mm-hmm. So what's interesting is and. Uh, you know, I, I, I've welded so I can at least talk a little bit about it, but there's a lot of science that goes into welding and getting it right. There's a lot of, uh, and, and I didn't realize the level of, of accuracy that is necessary or the ability or the need to analyze that weld and, and do it. I, I, there's a lot of science there. Exactly right,
2: you know when you have a mechanical engineer that wants to design a part and he's got to weld some parts together he needs to make sure that that part's not going to fall, fall apart after yeah. after going down the road and hitting a bump or something like that, or, or whatever it is, whatever that part's designed to do, it, it needs to be able to hold together. And so that's what the engineering aspect of it is. All about.
1: Yeah, and you don't want it to fall apart, and you want to be able to sort of nail it, and, and you want to be able to do it pretty consistently with the level of quality that you're not, you know, throwing parts away. So and back to you again, Mark. Uh so did you start your career at FANUC? Uh, I actually spent
2: one year uh, programming robots for another company, and then came to FANUC, and I've been there for, I don't want to say, long, too long. Five years. <laughs> yeah, you can tell,
1: like, I look very young, don't I? <laughs> <laughs> so, so with that said, uh, and it's going to go to you, uh, John. Uh, where do you see? There, there's a lot of, we're here at Fabtech there's a lot of technology a lot of innovation a lot of automation that is is being on it's on display and, it, and it's great I don't get me wrong I, I think it's pretty cool and me living a Discovery Channel life I, I just I soak it all up but with that said panic is always sort of your leading edge you're constantly pushing you're seeing what the market is is in need of where do you, where do you see things sort of heading?
0: Uh, through Industry 4 making sure all our products are ready, Industry 4.0 so data collection uh, understanding how long parts take to make um, understanding the, mach- the machinery and what your output is, your throughput all of that, all those analytics are a big part of manufacturing going forward yeah it's a big deal here yeah, you go Mark, now with that said
1: um, does FANIC provide a, a sort of that cloud-based sort of solution? Of, because data is data. I'm going to be collecting data. I'm going to be, you know, and then I want to be able to analyze that data in such a way that makes me smarter as a manufacturer and do some tactical, you know, adjustments, whatever, because I want to make sure that I have my uptime, my quality, and so on and so forth. Does FANIC just sort of, if I, if I knock on FANIC sort sort of turnkeyish? Well, uh, I, I just relative to my history on, on some of these things, we've had a number of customers that
2: they've and They say, "Well, can you collect a bunch of data for us?" And we've set up systems where it collects data, and then they don't know what to do with the data. And so, to be honest, a common tale. Yeah, unfortunately. The data's there, and, and it just never gets used. So we do have other other methods. We've learned kind of learned from that. Maybe I'd say uh, one of the one of the things that we have right now is called zero downtime. ZDT for short and it's a it's a, a method where the robots will actually send information about the, about itself the, the health of the robot to the cloud and then we have analytics we've worked on developing these analytics by looking at all the data and we try to uh, determine if a robot is getting close to breaking down or having a problem for whatever reason and so the, the real goal the, when we started this whole project the real goal was that we would be able to tell a customer hey this robot that's running in production right now uh, it's got a motor that's getting hot for whatever reason and uh, you need to plan on doing some uh, maintenance work on it you know, to repair that and we think that you want to order those parts now so that you'll have the parts to repair it before the robot actually breaks down and you know that way you can plan it and not Wait until the robot breaks down and like oh i gotta order parts parts gotta arrive i gotta schedule somebody to do the repair all that all that work causes a lot of downtime we're
1: trying to prevent that that's our zero downtime see this is interesting because there's a lot of conversation around all of that right uh there's there's gold in the data and and it always gets down to uh how do i mine it what's important what's not important where do i start all of that good stuff but one of the things that's interesting that, that I see of value because of the supply chain and the challenges that exist there. If I had, if I had some clarity into, hey, it's beginning to fail, and then you have some sort of predictability yeah. to when, yeah. uh, then I can sit there and go, okay, good, and we have a long lead time item. I'm not going to get caught with some asset being down and not being able to back yeah. up relatively I like that yeah exactly right that's our that's been the goal
2: of that that product itself and, and we've added other things to it to try and help provide some production data and things like that but uh, uh, it's a it's a great product the automotive uh, customers that we have they use it really love
1: so is that John is that a, a product that can be deployed in all product or so next gen
0: or whatever ZDT specific to the robot side of the business on the CNC side we have something very similar called MT Link I we pull data and there's all kinds of information that you have there but I think the most important thing is just to get started customers need just to get started and just do something fundamental like spend how, long, how much time of the day is your spindle running if it's not running more, why? Uh, that, that way, you get to understand how you can just get started with data collection uh, and get better at it, and know what information is looking for. Uh,
1: with, with that said, uh, the, the display, I, I'm, I, there, we all have been exposed. And if you're a data scientist, which <laughs> you're not, we've all been exposed because there's 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 this passion to try to continue to look into the data and keep on drilling down in the data and data, 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 data. But I I don't want to do that. I'm just a manufacturer. I don't want to do that. Just can I have a dashboard that says red, bad, you know, yellow, uh, green, good, you know, that type of thing. Machines on,
0: machines off, running, alarm, whatever and that's a great place
1: to get started and, and and the ability to be able to say hey it's starting to turn yellow uh, the motors heating up what, what, whatever it is it gives me some tactical is there a vision of being able to and I, and I I'm, I might be just shut me down Mark, step by uh, you shut be down with this question but with that there's there's this this push to say hey there's some Something going on with this asset, and and I want to. You work in conjunction with Fanic, saying, "Hey, panic hey guys, we we've seen that our motor is, or the motor on this particular unit is whatever." Do you have that also communication? If I if I went down that road, I can ensure that Fanic would be there. Well, um, yeah, I mean, I mean, remember, you can shut me down, and we can. No,
2: there's there's a. It's it's a great question because the you know the goal of being able to predict that downtime uh, means that it has to the announcement has to come somewhere. Yep. And so uh, we did we did have uh, the notice going to customers, but we also have that notice coming to our hotline. Ah. And the goal is uh, we we want to make sure that the customers are acting on it, and so we can uh, contact the customers also and see. Hey, uh, uh, we think that there's a problem coming up here. Maybe they know something else is already going on, and they, they understand it, and they're, they're working towards it. Maybe not, and maybe we can help them on that. And so you know, we try to make sure we're uh, responsive to help
1: them with that situation. See, And that's, again, I, I think that there's a, there's a beauty in the ability to be able to, one, sort of make it intuitive, simple. I don't have to, you know, exhaust too much of the gray matter calories to try to figure it out. That's one, too. That um, because I have all these other challenges with my business, right, they exist. But uh, I, 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 there's a comfort to knowing that this asset, this valuable automated asset right here, has it covered. And I think that that's, that's a great message. And, and, and many of the companies around here are looking for that as well. You know? oh, I, I, I kind of like all that. But you guys are pretty cool. All right. I hate to do it, but I have to. How do people get a hold of you, John? Uh,
0: get a hold of us at fanicamerica.com. That's
1: not you, John. No, me. A- yeah. Oh, God. FANIC okay. you. I got Okay. You. I want them to go to a human being. Not to say fanic's not human. <laughs> you can email me at john.horn at fanicamerica.com. There it is. And you, Mark. Yeah, Mark Scherler. Uh, that's
2: S-C-H-E-R-L-E-R. Mark Shirler at America.com You guys were great.
1: I'm excited about the future, but I'm an old guy, and I, I, I want to, I want to participate. Can I participate? We'll let you. <laughs> <laughs> there it is, Keys to the Kingdom. I can participate. All right, thank you very much for joining Industrial Talk once again. We are broadcasting from FabTech here in Atlanta, Georgia, having a great time meeting people like uh, John and Mark because they are special people. And they're delivering solutions and solving problems right here, right now. You can reach out to them at Industrial Talk. All the contact information will be there. So fear not, we will be right back.
0: You're listening to the Industrial Talk Podcast Network.
1: Again, thank you very much for joining Industrial Talk. And a hearty thank you to both Mark and John. Fanic is the company. Incredible things. and great innovation that is taking place there in that company. And if you ever go to their booths, like Fabtech, which is, by the way, Fabtech 23 is in Chicago, September 11th through the 14th. Put that on your calendar most definitely. You're going to be dazzled by the innovation that hap- is happening at Vanic. Go to their booth, look around, talk to somebody. It's all there. Great stuff, great solutions, making manufacturing um, succeed. It is a fabulous, fabulous, can't say that enough, apparently, uh, fabulous solution. Fanic America is the company. Wonderful people, wonderful company. All right. As I alluded to, we're building this platform. This platform is truly dedicated to industrial professionals. Your message needs to be amplified. It needs to be told. And, and people need to hear it, most definitely industrial talk is the place for you go out to industrialtalk.com subscribe to the channel reach out to me I'm a warm and fuzzy teddy bear you'll get to know me but let's have that conversation it's easy go out to industrialtalk.com and just say Scott I want to talk that's it how about that no friction there all right be bold be brave I say it all the time dare greatly absolutely hang out with people like Mark and John and you're gonna be changing the world Thank you very much. Once again, put Fabtech23 on your calendar because you will not be disappointed. We're going to have another one coming from Fabtech shortly, so stay tuned.